He was a cop and good at his job, but he committed the ultimate sin and testified against other cops gone bad. Cops that tried to kill him, but got the woman he loved instead. Framed for murder, now he prowls the badlands, an outlaw hunting outlaws, a bounty hunter, a renegade. Renegade, and what a fucking intro. Murray, what an intro. They don't make intros like that anymore where they just actually tell you what the show is about. Yeah. You like, see... Now you have to watch like a show for like three seasons to even get a kind of a feel for what it's about. But they have written these characters so shallow that within 20 seconds of the theme song, you know exactly who... I feel like I know these, they're like they're old friends, and I've, this is the first episode I've ever said all the way through. You I already... <laughs> I already want to just have a drink with Reno and uh, Bobby. I mean, they don't mention Bobby in the theme song, though. No. <laughs> but, but you get that I'm he just... is cool because you know Reno is cool. Right. And by the way. And that he's honest. Can you help me with something here? How many names does fucking Reno have? He has two. J- he has it's his, just two. He has his government name, Reno Reigns. Okay. No relation to Roman Reigns. Okay. And then he has his outlaw name, Vincent Black. Oh, that's his outlaw name. Yes. Okay, because I thought he, I thought he, uh, that was a third name they invented for this episode. No, so. that's he. It's his name he uses. Oh, Vince Black. That sounds like a Pulp Fiction character. Isn't that a country singer? Isn't it a country singer named Vince Black? There, you know what? That might, or it might be a comedian. I don't know. Yeah, I can't. I, I don't know. But this, this movie, the, TV uh, movie, show, this TV show. It's cinematic. It's almost like watching a movie for 44 minutes. And again, we have addressed this multiple times. The reason we don't do all canon movies is because we're going for that feel Golden Globus we're going for. Well, I mean, we could. If you guys wanted us to, we'd be done. You'd never see us again. Exactly. Hear so, us again. So, yeah. But instead, we go for the spirit because Golden Globus inspired every movie ever we've we've dissected this in most of our episodes and renegade is you know, most people don't talk about the power they had over tv as well even though they never produced tv show. exactly as far as i know i don't know yeah this is obviously a spiritual successor to the canon way this was a classic 90s syndicated tv show there's a, there's a lot of syndicated shows you don't do they make even these kind of syndicate i guess they do of course they do but they don't make them like this anymore they don't. They, I don't know what to say about it. I don't watch enough of the modern shows. There's really... not really any UHF like, stations anymore. These were like Channel 20, Channel 50 Th- that's shows. That's the thing, too, is, yeah. I mean, they you have your arrows and everything, but they're they're piggybacking off of comics and all that. Yeah, well, that's on a network. That's on CW, I think it's called. It's a, it's a network devoted to teenage girls and cat ladies. I thought you were going for that kind of vibe. And you know I don't what? like. I don't know. I don't know because those shows are written for teenage girls and cat ladies. They're not. There's no balls to them at all. I'm kind of happy we got into this 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 uh, universe of 
Arrow and shows written for uh, teenage women. Is that what we we're going for? That's what we we're going for. Because we have a dear friend, and I didn't even know we took suggestions on this podcast, but I got an I e- email suggestion on this podcast. Describe what you mean by dear friend. Uh, close acquaintance that sometimes He's not is not my around. fucking friend. <laughs> but he has a very serious question to ask you. DC Comics is apparently putting out a young adult graphic novel with Bruce Wayne in high school. We're getting into the comic talk here. This is what a tippy tap is for, though. Yeah, this is what people tuned in for. And these type of teen stories, which the 80s did in film, ad nauseum, as we all know, yeah. isn't the handsome, rich, athletic guy with the chip on his shoulder usually the bad guy in these stories? And, of course, Bruce Wayne knows karate. I, I have a theory that Bruce Wayne, Batman, has never had sex. Really? Because I think he's so consumed with, he's so guilt-ridden over his parents dying, and he's so consumed with being Batman. That he, much like every great 80s and 90s hero, he doesn't fuck. Yeah. Was he in the polo club? I don't know what that means. It's exactly what it says. Was he going to polo a prep school? Club? Was he in the polo club? Polo club. club. Did he ride a horse? That's a polo and, team. That's not a club. I thought they called them clubs. No. They like probably they, they, they use kind of a cricket club. I don't know. Yeah. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He was okay. too busy trying to become Batman. Even in his I reject years? the whole idea behind that show because he doesn't have time for some fucking teenage drama bullshit. He's fucking Batman. Again, this is going to be a comic. The comic. I thought. Oh, I thought it was going to be another like CW show. That fits right into their like wheelhouse. No, the, the, I think they have like four shows about Jughead and Archie now. Yeah. No, oh, the, fuck. The, this was going to be a part of the young adult uh, oh. series that DC puts out. I, if I was a young adult, I'd have no interest in reading that. What? What is that? Does that young adult mean stuff for teenage girls now? Why don't they just call it young teen girl stuff? I, I don't know. I wouldn't want to read a book about Batman having a crush on somebody now how about this suggestion of maybe so i'm assuming it's gonna be i mean i know i'm right but it's gonna be there'll be teenage versions of all his like rogues gallery exactly yeah that's exactly where he went with that yeah that sounds awful didn't the venture brothers kind of do that when were they ever in school because they did the episode where uh uh they go to right now someone's like i tuned into your renegade and they're talking about batman that's a good point but the point is, you're you're not that into it. Do you think Bruce Wayne might be a villain in high school though? Because he's going to be a chippy dick. No, no. Batman isn't a villain. Okay, I could just imagine. I could I could see what he was going for. I can't. Him, you're wrong. Spider. Person who's not my friend. You're <laughs> wrong. Batman <laughs> would pretend to be a dick because that's what Bruce Wayne was a pretending to be. That's he is point. he is Batman. His alter ego is Bruce Wayne. The yeah. real him is Batman. Okay. He pretends to be Bruce so Wayne. So he might dump the nerd's books, but he's going to be like, hey, I'm sorry. Why don't you come over and let's study? And they super theorize together. Right. And then that nerd comes up with a Batmobile and all those. You know, they're, they're, I wrote it already. You don't need <laughs> to do it. So anyway, they, getting back to Renegade. There you go. I did more than just get your response. I got Tim Murray on tape responding. Speaking of a superhero, Lorenzo Lamas. Two, we're, talking, we're talking about two favorites, old favorites of G&G. Yeah. We covered, I think we've only done, I want to do a movie called Gladiator Cop 2. Yeah. We've only done so far 
Snake Eater 3, I believe. Yeah, I think we've done one And I just want to point out. out, you need to go listen to it, because I'm pretty damn sure. We've done so many, I can't even remember. I'm pretty damn sure Lorenzo-inspired Petroleum Jelly Cheshine for Men. He might have. So you might want to listen to that Snake Eater episode if you like this episode. Just Snake Eater. But not, oh I mean, Lorenzo, he's the side dish. The main entree of this is our favorite, one of the most underappreciated. The guy who got, who got and I'm going to say it, it's because of industry-wide racism. He got pigeonholed in the role of rapist number three, thug number two. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about mullet of the gods, Branscombe Richmond, who I've learned because we're learning to we go along. We've never, ever claimed to be experts on any of the shit we talk about. Yeah. We do a cursory IMDb trivia scan. Maybe Wikipedia if we're really <laughs> interested. <laughs> and we just let it flow. There's no preparation. Like the Sioux Falls. We like, let it flow. Like the cascading mullet that goes down <laughs> Brant Combs' hair. I'm hair. His back. <laughs> so, um, what was I saying? Brant Combs. <laughs> I learned from watching the show. We've, I've only seen this one episode. I've watched like a little bit of a few others. Uh, yeah, I've others. watched bits and pieces here and there because, I mean, once we started this, I started just watching some of the garbage because I only have antenna. And we get over antenna the '90s garbage Nash Bridges. Yeah. Oh my God! We I have to find an episode of that because wow. Yeah. By the way, if anyone like who's an expert in Renegade, let us know. Recommend us a Branscombe heavy episode. Yeah, like one want, that's about Bobby Six Killer. We want Bobby Six Killer, who I think used to be called Bobby Five Killer, and then an episode happened where he became Six well, Killer. If you know who that episode is, let us know because we don't do research. So, we, we just said. So, and again, we're huge. Branscombe Richmond fans. And right. Underappreciated Jim. Like I put him in the Pantheon of the Dragos. Yeah. The Hannons. Oh my god, yes. The Zadars. And like weeks ago when Murray and uh, uh myself started looking into Renegade for this, uh was before the hard quarantine hit. So we were doing extensive research. I was like l- raking through that beautiful mullet to try to find all the Branscombe movies out there. There's like nothing. Well, nothing that he stars in. He's, exactly. He's been thug exactly. number three Excuse and me. 50 million. Everything in there, he's like fifth billing or lower. I watch one he's movie. Because he's, he is, like I said, getting back to my point, thank you for bringing me back full circle. I'm irritated because he's great on Renegade. He's great as a lovable sidekick good guy. He really is. And I'm like pissed off that he was never given these opportunities. And he was just, he's like, well, you're just going to be a rapist because you look like a rapist to me. No, he doesn't. He no. looks like a hero to me. He absolutely does. Mm. This I guy, I got to believe he dressed himself for Renegade. Because I can't believe anybody would have the taste <laughs> and, the, and the, well, the, eye, the eye for jewelry and accoutrement. That Branscombe has everything he had popped, like everything. He outshines everybody, and you had Lorenzo pecs popping, jellied up, leather vests on, and yet <laughs> he's every... straight up Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> he, his... You know what? I just realized I described Stone Cold. Instead of uh, drinking beers, he drank protein shakes, smash them together, pour them over his face. But Branscombe stole every scene he was in. Yes. Every scene. Yeah. He is amazing. And you know what? This and That's no knock against Lorenzo. That just shows how great Branscombe is. Well, Lorenzo's got the Stephen Skull complex, so uh, no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go that far. I think I've heard stories. You have? Yeah. Okay, then fuck him. I've heard he's a complete asshole. <laughs> okay, then fuck him. But he betrays himself, I don't think he's bad as Seagull. 
they do. He does rock a Nang Chen, sweet Nang Chen, in this ponytail in this one. Yeah. But, uh, he might be just narcissistic, whereas Steven Seagal. I know like, he's been married like five or six times. He has like a bunch yeah. of ex-wives. They're well, all bimbo types. Yeah, Steven Seagal and Frank Dukes have the problem where they have completely fabricated their own lives because they hate themselves. I don't. I don't know. Really, Lorenzo did. Lorenzo, like, he no, had, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying. He is separate from them. He's just a narcissist, uh, whereas... Well, I think everybody in Hollywood pretty much is. Y- yeah, yeah. Except for those guys, much like us, the essential workers of movies, yes. like Billy Drago and Robert Zadar, Hand who acting. you wouldn't have a movie industry without these titans holding up the Steven Seagals and the Michael Dudikoffs of the world. They, I was listening to people talk about why Die Hard is good. And the person was smart enough to say, it's not Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis is okay. He's a vehicle. You know what he's a vehicle for? Uh, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman and the villains. Well, no, I mean, Bruce Willis was great in that role because he was doing what the job he was supposed to be. John McClane was supposed to be an everyman. And then each successive movie, he became a superhero. Okay. And he was doing crazy shit that, like, fucking... Thor would be doing in movies like right. shit even a human wouldn't do that's right. what got re- bad with and it's because fucking Bruce Willis's ego went to his head you know but my point uh, he's another piece I, of I shit I might have stretched it a little too far my he's point a piece of, of shit the, the fact that really helps uh, Die Hard is that Alan Rickman is a fucking amazing villain. well you're only as good as your villain exactly which is why Zadar is underappreciated exactly and Billy Drago oh my god Murray and Branscombe Richmond. He could have been a great villain, like head villain, instead of fucking, you know, thug number three. There's only so many times before we can say Branscombe Richmond before we have to get into this episode. So let's let's start getting into this, right? This is a very, this is, bear in mind, I just skimmed over the, the summaries on the thing. Yeah. Because I wanted a Branscombe one. And my eyes just went to studs. The title of the, the, the episode is episode Stud. It's a season four episode. I don't remember what Think number. three or four. And, It'll be in the show notes. And, or the title. Uh, yeah, he really stretches himself as an actor in this one. He shows a sensitive side. Because he's, like, mm-hmm. he's basically a comic relief character in this show. He's, always, he's like a shyster. He's always like, he's, a, he's not a con man, but he's always looking to ways to make money. Yeah. And so that's kind of his role. And he wears flashy, like, fucking bright, even by 90s standards, yeah. bright-ass fucking, like, canary yellow suit. I think suit when we first see him, in, he's wearing, like, a teal shirt with a white jacket. He's got crazy uh, accessories Crazy on. Native American accoutrements. He's looking amazing. He really represents, I think, I don't know, I guess, I never really checked. I think he's Native American. I'm not sure. I'm 99% sure he actually is. Because I'm yeah. not sure, because he kind of looks like he could be like Samoan or some kind of Polynesian. I, I, I actually am pretty certain uh, that he is Native. Well, he's representing the the Native people with his jewelry. He does have because, a touring band as well. Well, I can't wait to hear that. Maybe we could end it's the no episode. It's no Turtle Rock or whatever. Oh, we no, saw like, him one time. Yeah that's, yeah, that's an inside joke. So, Murray, can I, do you mind me... Uh, breaching how this episode begins. Let's get it. Let's roll. Okay. So we open up with this horny housewife. Yeah. She's wearing this beautiful pink, like, uh, I wasn't in, I get, I am not indoor, but I guess you could say she's a MILF. I don't know. Yeah. I think, I think they're in the nineties. I think that's the problem is that it's dated. Her look is dated. Mm. I think if she was modernized, you'd be like, yeah, I'd hit that. Um, Mm, I'd probably go for Dominique more. 
<laughs> That's probably a safe choice. Or Brandy. Yeah, she's I think right. you would like that kind of evil side to her. No, yeah, she's got she's got that. Um, she's got that. What 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 sexy uh, Catwoman voice? Yeah, she. We'll she get into does. that later. Um. So Liza, that's our Liza. that's our character we're following here, and coming like home said, with a with a bow hunk. She and you. I think you said Milf. She is a mother. Yes, and she likes to fuck, and she really, <laughs> which is what we learned because she's coming home with a guy who's got that classic shitty '90s floppy parted down the middle hair. It's not like long, but it's not short. It's just, it's I don't know what like I, that like, guy. It's kind of like what's going on with Chris here right now because he hasn't had a haircut in like two months. Because <laughs> damn you, coronavirus. That, yeah, I was out there. Picking I'm at the point, Lansing. dude. I'm like, fuck it. If it worse comes to worse, I'll just shave my head with my beard trimmer. I don't fucking care anymore. Yeah. No, I'm going full Jumanji. I'm just I'm letting everything no. grow straight I'm out. I'm going the opposite. Yeah. Let's go skinhead. That's cool, man. But, but yeah. I I love this because it's a robbery in broad daylight, and you know what it reminds me of? I just realized this: the older brother in the later seasons of Boy Meets World. Never saw. It. He's got that fucking long parted hair. He wore his pants all the way up there, so he's this supposed to be this gigolo heartthrob that she has to bring. So she opens the this door. This is their, they're their second date. This is their second date, and she opens the door, and she's like, man, I can't wait to get you upstairs to fuck you. And we see him grab a little manila envelope that he planted yeah. like in, behind the planter. He looks both ways. Yoink, grabs that. Oh. And we're like, what's going on here? I thought this is a nice, loving couple coming home from a dinner. But then we catch Liza's view. And her house has been trashed. Ransacked. There's nothing in her house, by you the way. You see everything. All, it's like, like how the Cindy Lou Who's house looked after yeah. the Grinch transacted. Yep. You just see like the outline of where a painting used to yes, be. Yes, The dust has settled, <laughs> but like, you know, everywhere else it's like bright and everything. So everything's everything's bad here. They she, even took a little thing, a morsel that not even a mouse could eat. Come on. Are you Just like me? the Grinch. Are you kidding me? They even took the Hot Pockets out of the freezer. What fucking Motherfuckers. Uh, so we get a quick cutaway to Bobby Six Guns at the beach. We well, wait, even... wait, 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 wait. <laughs> we ahead of ourselves. We didn't explain what's going on with Glenn. Glenn is the gigolo. So Glenn, she's like, what the fuck's going on? Why, where's my, my artwork, my sculptures? Oh, they actually explain Yes. Okay. And then Glenn goes, look we here. We just watched this. Already <laughs> forgot it. <laughs> Glenn's like, look here, bitch. I got these paintings, these very graphic pictures. I said paintings. You like, did. I like, they paint, like it's the Flintstones. <laughs> like a fucking <laughs> pelican or whatever. Like, yeah. And he's like, I got these. And he shows her. And you, you see a lot of man ass. And <laughs> it's John Claude's butt from Kickbox or uh, from Sudden Blood, Death. From every movie. Bloodsport. <laughs> and she's like, oh, my God. I'm a respectable woman with a crazy ex-husband. I can't have those get out. None of these photos are anything more revealing than what you would see on Instagram today. They're just in bed together. They're, they're in bed sleeping. They're not fucking. Near. They're just lying in yeah. bed together. And, well, we didn't see them all. That's a good point. And so he's like, well, if you know it's good for you, you're not going to call the cops about this. Yes. You're going to keep your mouth shut. And she's like, whatever. I, I can't have my kids taken. My husband's crazy. Okay. You did such a better job of setting up the volleyball. Yeah. Oh, I know I did. I'm so, I'm, I'm well, why don't you spike it now? I'm ready to spike this shit because we're going to the beach where Bobby Six Killer is Beach set- volleyball. Perfect fucking metaphor. Uh, I... I <laughs> So Bobby is set up on the beach. He's got a Muay Thai. He's fucking in a suit. <laughs> a Muay Thai? 
It's a Muay Thai. Muay Thai. Oh, Muay Thai is kickboxing. God damn it. Well, we just did sudden death, break the fourth wall here. Uh, sudden death. No, we did blood sport. That. Uh, I love how we're, we're referencing blood sport, but this episode's actually going to come out before blood sport. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Anyway. Anyway. Get, all right. Bobby Six Killer on the beach with his Muay Thai. No, his, his Muay Thai. Muay Thai. And he's loving it. And then you finally see the shade come in. And you're like, what? Come on. Bobby's getting a He's got his cigar. Going. He's just he's reading Ink Magazine, what Inc. stocks to buy. Incorporated Magazine, not I-N-K. Come on, guys. Yeah. I-N-C, period. Well, if, if, you're, if you're the kind of clientele we have listening, you already get that. They get it. All, we, our stock information. If you're non-essential, you get this show. Exactly. Yeah, and then he said this shadow, this darkened shadow, raining on his parade. Hey, you, man, you're blocking my life. <sighs> Reno, what do you want? We just see this beautiful godlike creature. Uh, jeans, tank top tucked into said jeans. <laughs> cowboy uh, boots on a beach. Cowboy boots on a beach. Oh, let's, let's keep pushing this. Wallet chain. Yeah, and one thing we didn't we didn't learn from the opening is that Bobby Six Killer owns a bail. He's like a bail bondsman. Yes. Bounty hunter. He's the original dog, he, the bounty hunter. He's well, he sends Reno out to do the hard, the you know, hard work and he does reap some benefits. Yep. He's being an entrepreneur. He is. And he's like, hey, here's your new client. Here's your new client. Your new uh, skip chaser. I think that's what we learned. Yeah. We did truck turner. Truck turner. Here's your new uh, bounty. He's uh, he's right over there. Yeah. They're running this. uh Call girl service on the beach it's here, right? The whorehouse. Right? Yeah. And we cut over to more teens with their hair parted to the side. Well, more adults playing teens yeah, with their hair yeah, parted on which the metal. infuriated Marie. Couldn't stop yelling. I had to pause the episode. We, well, we, no, infuriated me was the bounty himself had these fucking... This is... I don't know when this came out, but it was the 90s. It was, yeah. I don't know where this guy was from because by this time, we all got the the newsletter. You wear shorts. You're a man. You wear shorts at least down to your knees. He's got, like, those fucking early 80s NBA short shorts on. Yeah. Those nuts is hanging out. But as I pointed out, the man's got some great legs. Uh, he seen, is I've wearing, seen better. He is wearing some fresh white Reeboks. He's got some fresh white Reeboks. And he's I'll got the tube that. socks, but he has so conveniently squished them down a little bit yeah. because he didn't like more of his calves being and then he's got like a polo shirt like tucked into his short shorts. And Reno was just like, you want me to take care of this? Where's David Hasselhoff? Nice little Baywatch joke slipped yeah, in there. That was very if you, that was very inside. Like, I got it. You got it. But you might not get that. That was a reference to Baywatch. Yeah. And and so, there's a lot of dated references. I liked, I enjoy the dated references. Yeah. We'll get into one later. But, yeah, so he's like, yeah, there he is. So he's the guy's talking to one of the who was. Who was. And he's like, this is, I know this is Reno's movie. He does it five times in this episode. Mm-hmm. He emasculates the guy immediately. Like, yep. hey, lady, drop the zero. Get with a hero. Emasculates. 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 Okay. And he's like, hey, man, you shut up. And then Bobby just fucking lays him at Bobby. Bobby's enjoying it yeah, in the background. Bo- Bobby's got his. Muay Thai. Reno, a.k.a. Vincent Muay Thai. Vincent is like, you know, just takes him out, like puts him in an arm bar, snaps his arm. Yeah, we, oh my God, we talk jobber matches all the time on this podcast. This was a job. Yeah. A job for sure. And this guy did the job. And then fucking 
uh, Bobby's already counting the money. He's like, he's, another job he's done well. Slapping zip tie. He doesn't even handcuffs. He's zip tying his hands together and shit. He's like, that's twenty k in the bank, dog. You'll get your two percent. And, and then he's like, excuse me, Reno, my brick phone is buzzing right now. And the camera. Did we point out? Didn't we? Oh, yeah, we have not pointed this out yet. Did Reno have a beeper on him, too? Oh, yes, we... <laughs> we did not point that out. I was trying to remember the accessories when I slowly introduced the chain. Why walk. aren't we talking about Bobby Six Killer, just his accessories? Yes. And his amazing mullet. Yeah. This mullet's so amazing. I put up a poll on our Twitter. Like, we got to name this thing. So yeah. I, I gave, we gave number of, we said the bison burner, the Lakota lid, the tomahawk top. The, oh. My personal favorite, the score bonnet. Nobody, everyone hated that. <laughs> and we settled on. So from now on, here's what we're going to call Branscombe Richmond's flowing, cascading like a waterfall mullet. And I've already dropped this. You might have to rewind <laughs> to hear it, but Murray. We call this the Sioux Falls because it just flows and cascades like a waterfall. It's beautiful. It's it, the mullet doesn't do this word. This the hair to do justice. If the, I got to say this much, if Branscombe Richmond needs a haircut right now, give it to him. <laughs> I don't give a fuck if people get COVID from him. I uh, on top of it, he he he's got he loves his jewelry and his yeah. like accessories. So he's got the sweetest tomahawk dangling earring, yeah. and on the other side, it's like just kind of some native like art kind of yep. thing, like a lot of turquoise, aquamarine in it. It's amazing, and he loves he loves either bolo ties or the sweetest like the choker, like yeah. Indian chokers. Yeah, he switches. Up. He has five wardrobe changes in a forty minute episode. <laughs> yeah, and Reno's just from denim to denim. That's all he and does. And Murray, here's one other thing I want to point out real quick before we get to that cell phone telephone call. One man could capture so many accessories so well. And you know who that man is? A man who can make a real mean fucking stew. Carl Weathers. Oh, yeah. We forgot to point out. If you're doing an episode, that we did we say the episode's called Studs? Because it's got a lot of studs. And if, you, if you're talking about the male escort game, you probably want a director who probably has some experience in that yes. world. So, yes, they got Carl Weathers to direct this episode. <laughs> the Carl Weathers. Yes, Apollo Creed. Okay, so phone ring. He does some amazing job with his directing, which we'll, we'll talk about as we go along. As I mentioned, only he could point out so many accessories, right. beepers, wallet chains. He points out earrings. a lot of shit. There's a lot of post-filming uh, shots they threw in here. God, I don't know how Carl Weathers' directing career didn't just, like, Ascend into the heavens after this. But. Much like I, a, a Matt Hand and with Samurai Cop, he's like, I've defeated directing. I don't need to that do it. That must have been it. I've done it. I've rise to the mountaintop. He's, he didn't get uh, stifled like Branscombe Richmond. Right. He, he reached his peak. He got inspired. Okay. And so, okay, Bobby, six killer, Branscombe. He gets his big old brick phone, his Seinfeld phone. He's like, okay, I'll be there right away. Oh, who's calling? It's fucking that mill from earlier, Liza. Oh, She's got shit. a problem, and this is her. This is her. Her simp. Is that what they call them now? Simps. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. She basically cucks Bobby every chance she can get. Bobby's like the sweetheart. He's like he's the he's the keeper, and she doesn't pre- like might like a lot of ladies. She wants the bad boy. Oh my god! Yeah, that is exactly how he explains it. So he point. shows up at her palatial mansion. She's a successful woman too. She, gated community. They got like a nice little man created wetlands. They, actually, with they the, actually cut out a scene where they're like, "We have a Native American here. Do you know? Do you know he, a Native American? Are you like into crystals or something?" And she's like, "Yeah, he's he's my spiritual advisor. Let him in." Okay. Could he could he even say that she's romantically interested? Yeah, of course in not. Man. She's just he's fucking horrible. 
So, yeah, they're, they're down at this beautiful gazebo overlooking this man-made wetlands. And she's like, look, you know I wouldn't call you if it wasn't serious. Something's happened. You know, I wouldn't call you if I didn't need something from you. Yeah, exactly. And he's madly in love with her, which we'll learn later. Yeah. But now he's just like, what is it, girl? Spill it out. Let me hear it. Let me, well, yeah. you know I'm a hardworking single mother, and the kids take up so much time. I just haven't had time to get into relationships since I divorced their father, so I paid for sex. Well, she's like, I have needs still. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. She, she, uh, you know, is coy about it. Sexual needs. Yeah. And, I mean, Branscombe's like adjusting his bolo. He's like, yeah, I catch your drift. Oh, sexual. I catch your drift. And she's like. And he's thinking, like, oh, is she propositioning me? Yeah, she wants to take another ride and on she's the like, Falls. Oh, I wouldn't fuck you with a 10-foot yeah. dick. But you know how crazy my husband, you know the husband that I dumped you for, how crazy he is? Yeah. If he found out that me, a single woman, is having a sexual relationship <laughs> with another man, yes. it would ruin me, and they would take the kids away. Because we know that's how the, the, the courts usually work. They usually go totally against the yes. woman, and they're like, she had sex. Take those kids away. If but, there's proof of a woman sleeping in bed with another man post divorce, that's it. Kids gone. Right. You know, and and we 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 all we know about this guy is well, of course, we're just hearing her story. He could be a great yeah. guy, but he's a monster. He would beat these kids and treat them like shit. And the judge wouldn't care because he's like, I don't care. Some hussy like you shouldn't be raising kids. Let that child beater raise the kids. He's probably got ends with the courts. Probably those you're fucking right. liberal judges. So she's like, I can't have my kids taken away. They're all I care about. The kids I didn't have with you, but with this crazy psycho. <laughs> all I care about. And he's got photos. They have fo- Very she- graphic photos. And she's got like a ripped off portion of the photo. Fo- it's just them. She's head. like, I'm shitting in his chest on one of them. <laughs> <laughs> the graphic. You've been really wanting to get that and one out there. <laughs> it's a good joke. And Rance <laughs> comes like, ooh, okay. And she's like, look. Before they yanked him away, I got the picture of his face perfectly. Shit, yeah. total face. And he's like, God, this guy does look like an asshole. I'll he, see what I can do. Is that the guy from uh, Boy Meets World? I don't know. But his name was Boy, <laughs> so that's weird. So Bobby's Bobby, like, I got to go with my sexiest friend, Reno. Oh, And he knows about a fucking gigolo circuit, so he's like, hey, look, Reno, I, uh, I need somebody. Forget it. Bobby, I'm a classic 80s, 90s action hero. I don't fuck. Ever. Wait, 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 wait. Reno, come on. You know me, Bobby. I do all the... I pull all the shit. I'm the piano puller here. Remember that time I dressed up as a rodeo clown? Do you remember that time I fucking uh, got dunked on by Kobe Bryant? You remember when I melted shit on my chest? Do you remember that? Callback. And... Two he, seconds ago. He's like, uh, okay, you guilted me into it. I'll, but I'm not fucking. I'm not fucking. But I will go undercover in the gigolo circuit. And, or, where do I even go for this? Just, I don't know, pull your hair back, ride where, a motorcycle, go where, to the fucking gym. Wherever your, your gigolo senses take you're, you. You're kind of a piece of shit. Just go wherever your heart takes you, man. Where do sleazy guys in L.A. wind up? The gym, of course. So we get this sweet. We, I've noticed this is this is a very staple of the Renegade series. We get always get a hair Harley montage. Oh, I, I, then they do that nice like uh, intro or like commercial break music. Yeah. What is it like? Bow, 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 bow,
And so we get to see, we learn that uh, Lorenzo can drive a Harley, I guess. I don't I, know. I, and he shows up. He's like, ah, that's where rich douches hang out in L.A., the gym. So he stops there. And this is a very job. select clientele at this gym. Yeah. A lot of sloppy, parted down the middle hair. Free peck jelly as far as the eye can see. Yeah. It's, yeah. They're, they are one of our best clients, so we can't shit on them too much. So this is where we meet our pimp, Madam Brandy. Mm. And she's got in her uh, her henchman, Alan. Yeah. And they're they're just fucking hustling like a motherfucker, you know. And they're working all these horny fucking wives. The husbands are constantly working and don't want to fuck them. These are yeah, these are housewives, and they've got nothing else to do, so they're keeping themselves fit. So we we're kind of cutting between Reno and Brandy as they hone in on targets. So well, the first Brand, yeah, Brandy's doing her info dump to let us know what their 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 business is. Yeah, and she's like, oh, and Glenn, Glenn from earlier. She's working on our new our new pigeon right there. Yeah, and yeah, and and fucking Reno, he knows what's up. So he's just like, "Here's my in." I like that Reno somehow. Yeah, he figures it out too. Because Reno yeah. didn't eavesdrop on that conversation. No, he's just natural instinct. Exactly, just magnets. And if he, I think, did he have an Ang Chen at this point? He, yeah, that? he had that nice because he knows. Thing. Like, if you really want to bang a again, broad, like I said, when you go to the gym, you got to pull your hair back. Because you don't want to get caught in the well, machinery. Yeah, just like uh, my my master Zen master Steven Seagal, he pulls it back in a Nang Chen ponytail. Of course, and he does the same move from the earlier in the episode. He just face palms Glenn. Like, excuse yeah, me, Glenn goes to get this this woman he's trying to pick up on. She's got like the saggy eighties kind of thing going on, flash dance kind of. Yeah, yeah. and Glenn's hitting on her. Let me go get your protein shake. So he, ba- you know, you know what off. that means. Yeah. Protein. R- Reno swoops in, and he's like, what's a classy lady like you doing at a dump like this? Doing with a dweeb. Like, what's mm. an all-American lady like you doing with a dweeb like that? I like that? that. He puts an arm on the table, and he's flexing so fucking up. You see his hands go yeah. white from holding the table. He was, he was super dehydrated to this whole episode. <laughs> he was. his veins are popping everywhere. But Glenn shows up. He didn't even get the protein shakes. I, di- I didn't see any protein shakes. He shows up. He's like, hey, man, this girl. He's in, interested in you. And she's like, it's okay, Glenn. I don't need you, Glenn. Can you get that protein shake I need? She's like pushing him away. But Reno is just like, hey, Glenn, you look pretty buff, dude. Do those muscles uh, do anything other well, than... Well, he's like, you look like you work out sometimes. Oh, oh, yeah, he did. Oh. He's like, how about you put those muscles to action? And then Glenn goes, ah, and then throws this like weak-ass, limp-wristed punch. And Reno breaks the Kumate <laughs> record. He fucking takes Glenn out in one second. He did. He bullied him. That was a straight-up bully <laughs> mood. He just grabs him and goes, get away, and just yeah. pushes him away. And then Glenn disappears. He doesn't even come he back. He doesn't come back at all. <laughs> so he fucking goes back to Lady. He's like, now what was I saying? But I believe uh, Rickman or wherever the fuck uh, the other guys. The- Alan. Alan came in, and he was like, oh, I like the way you conduct yourself. We got a little business around here. How 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 are you getting by? And Reno drops this beautiful line. Well, it's just like that play. I depend on the kindness of strangers. And then he tells them, well, I am an unrestricted free agent in the Gigolo game, so let me hear your offer. I'm Ooh. interested. He's like, I don't, you know, I I'm, I make $300 a fucking hour to begin with. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, well, we can we can probably better that. Let me talk to Brandy. Here's a card. And this is where we go in to see Brandy doing some work of her own, is it not? Yes. Brandy's working on Dominique, sexy blonde who would have no problem getting laid at all. I, 
I love this though because they cut to her on a stairmaster, but she's Steven Seagal. Step. <laughs> it must be a Steven Seagal setting because her foot is moving one centimeter. <laughs> <laughs> it is the smallest amount, and she's pretending. Yeah, well, it works. She's got a good body. Yeah, and she's got the she sheen on the cleavage, so it's looking oh. shiny as all hell. And she's got a like zippered up top. Like, why would you have that in gym wear? Anyways. So Brandy comes over and notices her, and she sh- Brandy. Hey there. Got that. Who are you mad at? She's got the doctor <laughs> girlfriend voice. <laughs> and I she's got- like, "Ugh, my husband, my successful husband, is thirty years older than me. He won't fuck me. What's uh, you know? It's like, yeah. You know, he fucks me once a year for my birthday. Oh. I don't even get a cake. I just get fucked. It sounds like you really need to get in with the real man." I'm talking Richter scale eights and nines. And she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I put way. We, we learned Dominique's a piece of shit because she just drops this bomb on us. No, I put way too much work into this motherfucker. Nine years of my life. I'm getting paid. <laughs> there are so many prenups in there. I'm afraid of getting. At- oh, don't worry. This is no strings attached, girl. She's like, it's not prostitution. It's not like it used to be. With now, it's Hugh Grant, Charlie Sheen. The, you know, the, they do it. Yeah, they're all into it. It's okay. We got it all worked out. It's a sound system. Eights, nines, Richter um, scale. <laughs> no tens though. <laughs> Until no tens, later on. So Dominique's like, hmm. Well, I'll think about it. And then so Brandy finally meets. Reno as he's leaving, yeah. he's yeah. he's like, I'm done with this. I'm I'm getting out. He's throwing his fucking uh, his sweet tail over his shoulder. He's just like, I'm done, hopping on his hog again. When Brandy spots him, well, hey there, who are you coming around here? I want you before you part ways to take my card with you. I I want to set up a meeting tomorrow. I think it's worth your time. And he's just like, well, how much? I can make ten times more than money. She doesn't even know what how much he makes. It's like ten times. Yeah. And he's like, see me in my office tomorrow. All right. I'll see you there. It could be a good doom, 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 doom. Okay. <laughs> So, we get back to Liza. What's up with Liza? She's just got off work. She's kicking her shoes off. Hard day's work. And then fucking Glenn and Alan show up. Oh. And they're like, did you fucking tell that fucking bison eater? They called fucking Bobby a bison Whoa, eater. Oh, I didn't even know that. They're inventing new races. <laughs> yeah, they're doing some. Yeah, there's a lot of anti-Native uh, yeah. American shit in this episode. And they're like, bitch, you better keep your mouth shut. She's like, I didn't do it, I swear. And then she's like, I'll, sh- I'll shut up, I'll say anything. And they're like, well, we're going to make sure. And they just beat the shit out yeah. of Lisa. And if you keep talking, we're going to dangle you like those angle, <laughs> earrings dangle off his beautiful ears. So cut back to uh, to Brandy. She's with Alan. They're hang- chilling and they're waiting for uh, Reno to show up. For yeah, they got meeting. like the casting couch room. So Reno walks in. And, like, we both were just like this bizarre <laughs> scene. I don't know why it's here. I I got I want to meet Carl Weathers just so I can ask him about this scene. I know. Reno walks in and immediately makes a beeline for a big bowl of fucking M and M's, and they make they make a point of showing a hand to go into this bowl. It's just a, it's an overhead of him going to this bowl. Uh, by the way, I want to point out many details about this bowl. 
I'm going Bernie Sanders on this one. So we noticed the It's bowl. like a punch bowl. It's a punch bowl. It's got some waves uh, built into it, and it's also very deep. <laughs> it's full of M&Ms, and he gets his fucking knuckles deep in M&Ms and pulls out a chunk. And then he sits back down, and he's popping them one at a time, and they have this beautiful meeting, 1% kind of meeting. Right. And while that's going on, we're seeing the 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 punch. It's not a punch bowl anymore. It's a totally different. Like, it is like an ashtray with three M and M's in it now. So so this that's the story I have. Like I wanted like the Carl Weathers. So obviously they went back. He's like, no, I have to establish that he was eating M and M's. So they had a fun show is seen. In fact, I think that was. Did we check the skin tone? That might have been Carl's hand grabbing those. <laughs> I just I love it because it's like gigolos have candy. We need a big candy. Bar. That's a big part of the gigolo world. I want I got to get that across. When I was a gigolo, the M and M's were flowing. <laughs> you that, 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 and it was M and M's. It wasn't that fucking like bargain basement shit, generic shit. Yes, yeah, that, that's how you know how successful you are. It wasn't bullshit sixlets. It was M and M. God. Damn it. You couldn't go within a COVID safe distance without finding M&Ms. So, and you don't want to <laughs> eat those in, in, right now in a COVID situation. <laughs> you know, who's been touching those M&Ms? <laughs> so, Brandy just breaks the brass. She just cuts to the brass tack. She's like, look, I can give you 300 an hour. He's like, I already make 300 an hour. That's And I don't even have. What's your take of this? Because if I'm making 300 a year, what's your take? Well, we take 10%. No, she, I thought she was like, we don't take anything because... They no, have that, I thought there was a small percent. Okay, but I figured they wouldn't because they they have that they That's have true. thieving ring. It's true. I, I, might, I think you're right. I think I'm getting it wrong here because that... Yeah. And he's like, okay, I'm, I'm interested. She's like, oh, good. Well, b- before we do that... And of course... But he, he's pushing this angle that there's people after him and he needs money. So three hundred eight. Well, yeah, yeah, because he he's like he wants to cut to the chase. They don't have time yeah. to just like ease his way into this business. Yeah. And three hundred's not gonna cut it. We already know he makes that. So he's like, I need to know what hustle you're in on because I need more than three hundred if I'm gonna sign up with you. And she's like, Well, I can the sky's the limits. But, but before that yeah, happens trial run. We need to do some glamour shots. Of course. So they go down to the mall. How, how do you sell a fucking car if you don't take some pictures of right. it? They go to the car, uh, the mall where the glamour shot place is at. Oh, of course. They dress him up in all the, in the finest '90s fashion. They put him in the Stone Cold Steve Austin outfit. <laughs> it's part like eighteen-year-old senior photos. Part. Then they take Stone some. Cold Steve no, then, yeah, and then there's like some B-roll from like the. Fucking opening scene. Yes, there scene was. Where there he's like was. out outside and he's pouring water on his chest yeah. and all this shit. And that lasts about 20 minutes, this photo session. It is way too long. And then Bobby. Fucking lovable Bobby. Yeah. He, I guess he got news that, because uh, he probably, he has people working everywhere. So they he let does. him know what's going on. Does. And somebody at the hospital called him and said, hey, remember Lisa Chick you were fucking... She came in with a fucking broken arm and bruises all on her face. So he goes back to go back to that gazebo. She won't allow him in the house. Gated you notice co- that? She no. won't allow him in the house. No. She does meet him does at she? the house. Oh, does she? Get, we see the oh, gated community. Right. But she won't let him in the house. She doesn't want to let him in the house. She barely <laughs> want to let him into the gated community. But he was like, look, you asked for my help. Right. I'm getting in here whether I run this fucking door down or not. So she lets so him in. Lies. She's got the sling, a neck brace, fucking faces all bruised up. Oh, man. And she's like, back the fuck off. You, you don't want to mess with these people. Yeah. It's like, it's, there's, there's like 
two fucking wussy ass guys and a woman. Like that, you don't want to mess with these people. And like some fat guy that does all the moving shit for them. They said they were gonna go manifest destiny part (laughs) two all over your ass if you try to help out. They know about you. They said Sioux Falls more like shit falls. That was that was about your hair, Bobby. And then he looks hurt for a minute because this is the great acting that Branscombe does. He does. He looks hurt for a moment and then he goes, "Okay, I understand." And then he winks at the camera and walks off. And you just hear Liza. Bobby! No! Bobby! No! No! So we go back to Dominique. (laughs) (laughs) You really want to get more of those fucking cuts in there? So, Dom, Monique, (laughs) meets with Brandy. She's got her... her, You remember that one? What's his face? Uh, Mitt Romney had binders full of women. Brandy has binders full of men. What? You don't remember that? You, oh, you can't remember anything that happened a fucking hour ago. That was this whole they were giving him shit because he wouldn't. Mitt Romney didn't have women like when he in his like whatever cabinet. His cabinet, or whatever the fuck. yeah. And he's like, I have binders full of women, <laughs> meaning he just had binders full of this shit. But people took it out of <laughs> yeah, context yeah, yeah, to yeah. be annoying. No, well, it's, it's funny. Yeah, well, it, it was before you stepped on the joke. But so they have binders full of men, <laughs> and she's looking through, and she's like, too white, too black, too this, too that. cops in there, and she's like, <laughs> oh, God. Nerd. No. Nerd! I believe the word she used was milk toast. <laughs> she did. And uh, then she sees Glenn. She's like, oh, I guess he's okay. Yeah, she was like, he kind of reminds me of that guy from Boy Meets World. Kind of reminds me of the guy no. that... Rape me in fucking high school. What, what's, he, and, what, what's he? What's he like? Well, he's uh, the head of the polo team, polo club. <laughs> polo club. Uh, he's kind of got that cute bad boy vibe going on. Like, uh, no, he doesn't. He's a pussy. He, he's kind of a puss. He's a chump. I, and, yeah, Dominique's ready to settle, and she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa. You whoa. haven't finished the last fourteen pages of our <laughs> new uh, <laughs> entree. Yeah, we just because right before the scene, we see Brandy like laminating the shit and putting them in the scrapbooking. Have, have a couple more uh, M and M's and really look <laughs> at those next few pages. And then she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. The the last 14 pages are all Reno. Go to a fucking scene break because I'm going to take a moment (laughs) with these pictures. And she's like, who the fuck is this? I would give up my fucking uh, money I'm owed for my uh, my marriage. And like, no prenup. You like what you see, do you? And she's like, yeah, I want this guy. (laughs) So Reno, back to Reno. What's he doing? He's chatting with Bobby. He's like, look, it's getting too hot and heavy. You, I said I would not fuck. I want out, Bobby. Out! And Bobby's like... And he's walking away. And like, he thought, he thought the conversation was over. And then yeah. Bobby's like, I met her a year and a half ago. Yeah. And then he immediately goes, sorry. He's like, we met at a charity auction. We were bidding on the same thing. I, it was something stupid. I don't know. It was, it was a paper mache lion with, with a mane <laughs> made out of yarn. I don't know. That doesn't matter. All I know is I won. But I knew she wanted it more, so I gave it to her. We met in the hallway, and I learned about her and her cause, and I gave it to her. But you know what? She took more than that that day. She She stole my heart. (laughs) Bobby fucking sex killer! I was with her for a year and a half, and then, well, luck would have it. She just dumped me immediately for her piece of shit uh, fucking husband, who was her fiancé at the time, who beat her relentlessly. And now she's with him, and they have kids. And I know because she cruelly sends me a Christmas card every year. Yeah, 
This All woman is kids. fucking garbage, All Bobby. Kids. She should yeah. be beaten. Can you imagine what these kids would look like if they were ours? <laughs> if they were half Indian? I don't think so. Because they'd never be. And he's oh just God. like, he's just like, I would, he's like, remember, then he had to like guilt trip Reno. It's kind of like, my love for her is kind of like the love you have for your dead wife. Yeah. And then finally, because fucking Reno's so full of himself. He, he, it's like, like a lot of people, until it happens to them, they don't really understand. Yeah. And he's like, oh, now I get it. Yeah. You're capable of love, too. I thought I was the only one. Here's the best part about that. We could be going like, wait, what? Reno had a wife, and she said, the theme taught us that right. in 20 seconds. And he's like, if you won't do it for me, the guy who's employing you and keeping your secret for you, because you're on the run from the law, do it for this. And he hands up that Christmas card. So it just so happens that Reno gets a call right on cue. And it's Do- uh, not Dominique, but Brandy. Hey, good looking. That uh, delightful Dominique wants to meet up with you. Why don't you go down to the old? They have like a hotel that go down to the Kumite bar. Go down. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Go down to the Kumite bar. She'll be there in a blue dress with a blue sash. She uses it to cover her face for the COVID times as well. So, of course, Reno, he knows how to dress. He puts his fucking hair back in the Nang Chen ponytail. Mm-hmm. He's got the fly ass. Saggy black suit on. <laughs> yes. yeah. 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 It was. It was saggy. It was he the actually, 90s. I'm glad it was he very didn't boxy. Just, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm glad he didn't just wear like this jacket and jeans. Yeah. He actually did wear like nice yeah. pants. Well, he's, he's supposed to be a high end hustler. It's, yeah, a, a, a gigolo. So Dom is like, I don't need, I. this is my meal right here. Let's take it up to the fucking yeah, hotel. Yeah, he's room. like, Let's get some drinks, you know. Let's. He's let's... trying to stall it off because he's yeah. he's he doesn't want to ruin his, his his. These people in this show are so committed to relationships that aren't even there anymore. Like his wife's dead now. Like I think your wife would want you to like move That's on. That's a good point. But no. Holy shit! I wanted to bring up MacGyver, and this reminded me <laughs> of it. I watched five minutes of an episode today. Another Russian-based episode, like our fucking uh, uh, Bigfoot, uh, Bigfoot episode. episode. A woman wanted to fuck him so bad that MacGyver, she, MacGyver, that she okay. lied about having a husband, and she, she was like, "Remember when we dated?" He's like, "That was when we were 18. MacGyver's supposed to be like <laughs> in his late 30s. She's like, "Yeah, but it was great." And he's like, "It kind of was." And she just starts fucking making out with him, and he's like, "Okay, I guess it's pretty cool." So I guess he does like her. Uh, but the main thing I want to point out, and I'm done here. I heard that theme. It is limp dick as all fuck, especially yeah. when you compare it to Renegade. I told you. I still am a fan of uh, of, of MacGyver, but that is a limp dick theme. Anyways. So she takes him straight up to the room that she has rented up. Speaking of limp dicks. And while that's going on, apparently this is a room that Brandy sets up for the blackmailing. Yes. So she's got bugs everywhere. You can see them. Because <laughs> like I mean, if you're gonna, and this is like this is a classic TV place where you hide a bug. It's always on a lamp. Always oh, on no. a lamp. And you pointed this out. There's that little knobby fixture that you use to yeah. turn a light lamp on and off. Yeah, it's called the knob. Yeah, it's called the knob. <laughs> Not a knobby <laughs> fixture. <laughs> uh, she puts the camera right. It's not even a camera. This is not the full camera room. This is right. just audio room. Right. 
uh, she places the microphone on the knob. Picture. <laughs> yeah. So she's like, I'll, let me go slip into something more comfortable. So she goes off. So Reno's like, Checky checks the – he knows all the places yeah. because he's watching the same shows we have. Yeah. So he checks like the paintings on the yeah, wall. Yeah. And then the he's plants. Like, ah. There's very big suspicious <laughs> plants in this. In this uh, and he's uh, like, aha, he finds it and then breaks it. Yeah. And then you see Brandy like with some headphones on. <laughs> what? What's going oh, on? man. This is not good. And we go back. Dominique is just wearing like a lingerie and like some big stockings and high heels. And I, I swear, they, they don't get this level of uh, tease. I don't know what to say. Nude. But graphic. It, it's pretty revealing. Very graphic. It's pretty revealing. Mm, I don't know. There's a lot of boobage happening here. A lot of cleavage. Again, happening. it's nothing more than what you would I mean, see I on think Instagram. it looks it probably looks more than this to you because she's got she sheen on her cleavage. That's and, what it, and she sheen, chest sheen for women really now, accentuates the cleave. Was it she sheen or did some of his uh uh peck jelly? Well no, he did that's that's the thing. He didn't have any on, but there was a complimentary tub like right on the, the with the champagne on ice yeah. and the Budweiser and, she, and the fruits. And that's why she took the sh- <laughs> She took the shirt. Guys, if you're new to our show, there's so many layers that you could be getting. Like, we're cracking each other up because we're calling back all these old episodes. So, yeah, so she, like, scoops his big glob out and slaps it on his chest because she rips his shirt off. He's playing hard to get because he's got that limp dick, like I joked about earlier. Right. Uh, and so she's, he, he's probably listening to the MacGyver theme song. <laughs> keep his dick. <laughs> That's how he keeps it. He, how he holds uh, premature ejaculation back. Uh, so he's like, "Look, I'm not gonna fuck you." And she's like, "Oh, you're playing hunt again. I like it." She comes over, takes his shirt off, starts taking his belt buckle off, slaps, just slaps that fucking peck jelly on him. She's like, "I want this to be real fucking loose and, and, t- and tight at the same time." Loose and tight at the same time. <laughs> So yeah, and Reno's like, no, no, I can't, I can't, I can't. and then she's like, what the fuck? What are you, MacGyver? Why can't you? I'm a hot chick. <laughs> and he's like, look, he he spills his guts. He's like, I'm undercover. I'm not a jiggle. Yeah, you're not a jiggle. I'm you... not a horny, sexy, hot wife, ho- yeah. housewife. You, this fucking sexiest fuck man. How can you not be a jiggle? I'm not. I'm on, actually around the run. He spills his whole guts. He's like, I'm on the run from this. Let's do it. My wife is dead. <laughs> and then he was like, you know what? Just listen to this intro to our TV show. Bam, 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 And then she goes, and then she's like, oh, I'm out of here. He's like, no, I have a friend. She's desperate measures with these people. And she's like, let her figure it out. I'm not getting involved. And she gets dressed and she fucking leaves. And he's just letting, left there with his dick. In he his does hand. show her pictures of. Uh, yeah, he shows pictures boys. of her beat up. Yeah. He's like, this is going to happen. He's like, oh my God. Yeah. I'm getting the fuck out of here. So she, he gets her a little rattled and everything. But uh, Reno, and, is he, he's heading back. He's dressed in his full baggy suit again. He's heading back to the parking lot. Right. He's really thinking it over. Like, did I do the wrong thing by showing her that graphic picture of a woman who was abused? And, <laughs> and as he's really thinking it over, he gets fucking jumped. By Glenn and Allen. Glenn and Allen. So Allen's got the gun. <laughs> you pointed out very well. 
both of them are doing some great Billy Drago hand acting. Just the what? Pay attention oh. to this scene. The hands. Yeah, left hand specifically. <laughs> the non-gun hand. He is doing so much work with. Glenn his- is too, because he's got he's got it pinned up with one arm, and the other hand's behind you're him right, for some reason, and right. he's like doing some fucking sign language. With I it. fucking love the work that's happening here. It is spectacular. And fucking Carl, Re- excuse me, <laughs> Carl fucking Weathers killing it. And Reno, this isn't the first time he's had a gun in his face. So he's yeah. just totally cool, calm, cool, collected. And he just, boom, just fucking, Reno's thing is kicks. He does a yeah. lot of roundhouses, a lot of back kicks. And he takes, of course, he, he fucking took care of Glenn earlier, so we know that's no problem. But he fucks up Allen, too, and pins Allen against the car. And it's like, watch your back, motherfucker. He's still, he didn't, he's still, like, letting, he's not letting him in on that he's, He's still trying to tell him that he's a gigolo. Yeah. You know, he hasn't blown this cover yet. He just doesn't like being fucking threatened with a gun. Right. Yeah. Crazy. So we go to the next morning. Reno's meeting back up with Dominique. Uh, or, excuse me, Brandy. I I, even, I was reading that. Uh, and <laughs> Reno is immediate. Like, of course, Brandy is upset. Look, you can't be going around fighting microphones and breaking them. He's what like, if- I like my privacy. He's got, he's got it all covered. He's a Frank Duke. He has everything covered, every lie covered. He does. He really does. Well, here's the thing. We like you. And you know what? Dominique called in. You got the passing grade. You're pretty good. She said you were four inches. From the ground! And that's the kind of talent we're looking for here at Gigolo Enterprises. And he's like, but I need money now. I have two ex-cons fucking two steps behind me i need now i need and reno is going through m&ms like they are <laughs> extinct at this point and so... he's like let like i can't just be fucking what and she's like well let me tell you about something we're doing and she breaks she tells the whole scheme yep. of what they do how they blackmail these women yep. and he's just like yes i got it i got the evidence and you you, you need to Get another date with Dominique. Take her to this specific room yep. where we have all our fucking cameras. Yep. And we'll, we'll we'll get more directions for you and everything. But all the first thing you got to do, get that bitch in that room. And she's like, I can do that. So he runs back to Bobby. And he's like, look, I got all the fucking shit we need. I don't need to fuck anybody. And he's like, no, you still you still need to do this. Go talk to Dom. Find out what she knows or what she's going because you know because he, he knows she's kind of in because she she did cover for him by saying he was amazing. Yes, and so he goes to Dominique, and of course she's at the commit, Kumate Bar, Kumate Bar and Grill, and so, th- we also know that's where Brandy and fucking uh, Guile or whatever his name is. That's where <laughs> what was his name? Glenn. Glenn. <laughs> that's where they Guile like a fucking Street Fighter character. <laughs> yeah. So that that's where they hang out. So they're on a balcony just watching this interaction happening. And she's like, what did you find out about this Reno Reigns? He's like, yeah. there's nothing about him. He doesn't exist. He doesn't exist. He's like fucking Forrest Taft. He's Forrest. You can't see the forest for the trees. God damn it. And, he, and she's like, well, did you check where he, he fucking, you know. The hotel. Yeah. And he's like. Did Ugh. we even mention his fake name? Vincent Black? Yeah. We Vincent did. Black, we did. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we find out he works for some guy named Bobby Six Killer. Because they actually use the company credit card. I know, yes. Oh, that's so good. (laughs) 
And so the jig is up. They're on to him, and he's I, on to I them. I love that Brandy has to put it together for him, though. <laughs> well, he's supposed to be a dumb himbo. E- exactly. So was the Bobby meets Wor- Boy Meets World character. So Corey, I think his name was. Boy Corey meets, was, Corey boy meets Pimp, I yeah. guess. So Reno has Dominique, and they're out like in this little wooded area just yeah. outside of the uh, Kumite Bar and Grill. <laughs> yeah. There's no bugs. Slash gym. And... Uh, and they're having a private word, and she's like, look, I really do love my husband. I just need the meat injections every once in a while. <laughs> and he, and, well, she says a little more graphically than I put it. She, but, you know. And yours was pretty <laughs> gross to begin with, so that was that was impressive. <laughs> so, 90s Reno's man. like, look, all you gotta do is make him jealous. It worked every time. And she's like, hmm, I'll think about that. So, <laughs> so like we said, Glenn finds out. He tells Brand everything. Yeah. So now both people are aware of what's going we on. We go to that night. Glenn is picking up. No, it was four o'clock. <laughs> yeah, that we, was the day. Oh, Glenn, it's not. It's Reno. Oh, excuse Reno me. Picks excuse up me. Yeah, and they go to the four o'clock because <laughs> the rates are better. They want to save some money. <laughs> <laughs> they go for that nice matinee. They get the early bird at what? Uh, fucking uh, Denny's. Yeah. <laughs> and we see Brandy in her office. She's got the cameras on. She's watching everything. Yeah, I like that. Glenn walks in at this point, and he's like, he's like, grabs a camera and asks, "What are you watching?" <laughs> and she she rifled some joke out that went over my head, but you got it completely. Uh, she's like, "Yeah, I'm watching." Uh, what was the thing? I'm, what you think I'm watching? Michael and Lisa Marie, which of course is a reference to Michael Jackson and Lisa Marie when they got married. Head. And he's like, "Hmm, who are they?" He was basically your cipher. Yeah. He was just but so. Glenn, Glenn points out, "Hey, you were right about that Bobby Six Killer. That's a real name, <laughs> and it's an Enterprise, and it's a it's it's, it's a Native and American man, bounty hunters. Yeah, crazy, ain't it?" She's like, "Oh, you idiots!" But don't bust them yet. I have a plan for them. I forgot I want to do my sultry woman voice. I have a plan for them. <laughs> That's very sultry. Very sultry. So, yeah, she's got a trap of her own. Ooh. So, okay, remember, people, the whole plan, the original plan was he would be fucking Dominique. They'd be taking pictures. While they're fucking, these guys, these moving guys, would be stealing everything from Dominique because apparently they they time everything out perfectly to make sure the husband's like away on business. They, yeah, they knew he was away on business because they somehow know this information. <laughs> yes, everybody won't keep their mouth shut at the fucking rich people gym. They're just gossip, gossip, gossip for sure. And so, uh, so yeah, so that's the, so the goons are already doing a Grinch number on Dominique's house. Yep, and so they're like so. Reno's like, all right, just pretend you're into me. Let's let's go to bed. Yeah, and he's hamming it up real well because they're like full on making out. She still actually really wants to bang they're, him, they're so it's macking. not hard. They're it, macking hard. It's not hard to fake it when you really fucking want it. And then he whispers to her, "These people, they might be scumbag blackmailers, but I think they care about people's privacy. So I highly doubt they're going to have any cameras or <laughs> buggy equipment in the bathroom." That is a mouthful to say <laughs> in discretion, but. Lorenzo Lamas killed it. Carl <laughs> Weathers killing it again. I think there's a lot of editing on Carl Weathers' part, too. Might, to make but that. it's seamless. Yeah, it it is seamless. And she's like, all right. And then she and he's like, but make it like you want to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and he's like, no, I want to fuck you on the bed. No, I, I want to shit on you. Uh, go <laughs> my the thing bed. is to shit on people, and I really <laughs> want to get you in the bubble bath. You can shit on me, too. She's crazy. She, she's, yeah, that's why her husband won't fuck her, because he's like, what did I marry? I thought I was just marrying a trophy, trophy wife. So she gets him in there, because... Because uh, Brandy, you know, she's on to him. He knows Brandy's on to him, so he's like, you yeah. got to pretend like you want it. Yeah. They go in there. Of course, th- just, they're honorable thieves. Yep. There is honor among thieves, apparently, because yeah. there's no bugging equipment but in the bathroom. they know the microphones can still pick up on them. Right. So they're just going, ah, uh, ah. Uh, and uh, uh, Reno's shining his boots. She's, Dominique's fiddling with her top, putting her boots her back nails. away. Filing her nails. Well, yeah, she's a little into it, too. Oh, you said filing her nails. Yeah. And so they're doing that. They're distracting Brandy. While that's going on, Bobby, he's... Oh, he, Dominique. They, oh, Dominique. I, I have imagined that's probably what sounds like in real the, life. The deadpan of Lorenzo Lama saying that was amazing. Yeah. And so Bobby's... His job is to go to Dominique's house and stop these guys from robbing the place. Yeah. So he shows up, and they're like, Hey, Bison Burner, fuck you. And they... Get him from behind. Well, they think Bobby thinks he gets the jump on the thieves because this plan has layers, much like a lot of our shows. It has right. layers. So Bobby shows up. The thieves get caught red-handed by Bobby off guard. He's got him, you know, with a gun point and everything. And it's like, oh, Bobby got him. Then Brandy steps out, she, yeah. and she puts on her doctor girlfriend voice, and she's like. I'm really trying to put one in the masculinity book. I'm getting down on this. Down with the sickness. Oh, I, 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 I. <laughs> that would, Murray hates that. Would, that. that would creep me out. And <laughs> so, yeah, so moment, they though. capture Bobby, tie him up, and throw him in the back of the moving van. I guess they're just going to shoot him in the back of the head and dump him somewhere. I don't yeah. know what they were going to do. And they actually gag him with a strand of his own mullet. It was crazy. That was horrible. Yeah. yeah. That was very creative, but yeah. horrible. Yeah. And so Reno and Dom, they, they, for, uh, Glenn, like, jumps in the room for some reason. I guess because he was like, he was, he figured out. I was like, no way you could fuck that long in a bathroom. Uh, yeah. So he comes in. Reno just takes him out of the Nobody has house. that much poop. They're not pooping at each other anymore. <laughs> And so he takes him out of the roundhouse, and they zip time, and they go, fucking just leave him for housekeeping to take care of. Yeah. We got to go to that fucking room they have that we didn't talk about earlier, but they they made Carl yeah. made sure to really point out yeah. there was a drawer, one drawer, where they keep all their negatives and pictures it of all these women. Also, the only piece of furniture without a bowl of M&Ms on right. it, so it stands out. Yes. The piano and has so many M&Ms Now I know it. why there's M&Ms. You're exactly right. That was like make you zero in on the one yep. that doesn't. Yep. Perfect. Carl, I, I, I'm sorry. I, yep. Forgive He's me. so good. So Brandy's like, hey, man, I've never killed anybody. Let me see that gun. And like Reno's like, all right. And then she shoots perfect aim, dead shot. She hits the lock right out of yeah. the, the drawer. They whip out. They, they just take out uh, Liza's. Two. They take out all the glamour shots of fucking Reno yep. and Liza's blackmail yep. photos. And they thought, they're like, fuck the other women. Who fuck cares? Fuck everybody else. They're, they're shitty people. And they're like, we got a moving car to meet up. So they they drive back to Brand, uh, Dominic's, mm-hmm. Dominique's, and they see they 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 almost have head on collision with yeah. the fucking uh, drivers. And then Reno's like, I got a great idea. You drive erratically right alongside <laughs> the the van, and I'm gonna leap across and I'm gonna stop these guys. 
And she's like, hey, that sounds. He's like, I've already killed three people today. Why not two more? Why not? So they, we have this scene. We get a great shot of Lorenzo's uh, stunt double leaping across. And she's going weaving back and forth for some reason. No reason at all. We got, of course, we have the obligatory car coming from the opposite direction, yeah. and they have to go I away. Swerve around that. And then, okay, so Reno jumps on the, the cab. Alan is in the passenger seat. For some reason, the guy driving his job is to shoot fucking Reno, too. Like, you think Alan could do that? So Reno grabs the gun, pulls the parking brake, which just immediately stops. It's like they think it's like a fucking train or some shit where yeah, you pull yeah. the fucking thing. Not quite that how brake stops uh, it. Those work. Then fucking uh, fucking Alan and Reno have a roundhouse exchange. Like, Reno's just spinning around, kicking the fuck out of Alan, knocks him out. And then Brandy comes out of nowhere. Where the fuck was she? She was not in. The, was she riding in I, back? I mean, with she could have just been driving behind them because she was still driving. I guess. She's just driving her car behind them, man. And Brandy's got the gun. She's got the drop on Reno. She's about to shoot him. And then, just, yeah, Dom- and then fucking Dominique just shoots her in the back of the head. It was like fucked up. Like her head explodes. Again, I didn't think 90s got this much nudity and this much I, uh, I didn't think gore. it got this dark. Yeah. yeah. Her head just blows up like a watermelon. And, and she even mocked her voice. How does it feel to taste lead, bitch? And then Bobby just comes up. Never met Dominique. Hey, babe, Never. what's going on? Great job. Pats her on the butt. Hand over the shoulder. Have you seen my hairy legs before? <laughs> it's a little Joe Biden joke for you. Oh, okay. Joe Biden loves his hairy legs. And then the he just thing. flips that fucking mullet. And bam, we know the story. <laughs> so we got to wrap the show up, Griff. Reno, he's he's honoring his debt to Dominic. She put her life on the line she, for him. She did. She did. And although she did admit that she loved it. It was the best moment of her yeah. life. It was the first time she's she like, felt I'm ne- alive. I'm never going back. I'm going to kill more people. Yeah. And he's like, well, that's your business. Yeah. And Do you want to hook up with your husband real quick first? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I need the money. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll probably kill him now. Yeah. And oh. it- she's probably got all kinds of she's ideas. She's got a taste for blood, dude. And so they're sitting on this little park bench, beautiful wooded area, and... Reno is like, come on, babe. You know you want it. We and see this very upstanding businessman. I'm, I'm going to say a successful version of Griff. He's got yes. the mustache. He's yeah, like, yeah. rumph. He's in the gray, back. Gray and black. And yeah. And then he's like, come on, babe. You know you want me to fucking give you that high beef injection. She oh, loves that dirt. You might think it's disgusting, but she I, loves I, that. I think crap. it's disgusting, but she's an Arby's girl, and she <laughs> loves talking meat. Oh, yeah, she is. She's got the meat curtains. Give me the curly and fries. So <laughs> he's like, how dare you talk to my woman that way? And he punches. Back Reno to the just, future. Reno just takes the punch. He could easily kill this guy, yeah. but he falls down. He's like, come on. We're going to go to Paris for a month, and I'm going to fuck you silly every day. And she's like, <laughs> Jesse Ventura? <laughs> she did say brother after. <laughs> he said. And she's like, oh, my. And they walk off. And then, so Reno, he's done his good deed, but what's going on with Bobby and Liza? I just have to say, that was the Back to the Future plan that worked out. Right. Now that they did that, the guy who, Marty McFly, is going to live. Yeah. So, yeah, we go back to Bobby Six Killer, and he's not out killing. This cr- and that cruel cunt, Liza, <laughs> that who cruel- deserves to have her kids taken away from her because she plays mind games. She is manipulative <laughs> harlot. <laughs> she is. And so this side has got Bobby Six Killer dancing around her finger. She's Lisa from the room. And she's like, Bobby, are you okay? Did you do the deed? Did you do? Did you, did you kill him like I asked? 
No, you I just, just got these these the pictures, yeah, and, these pictures and the negatives. Because yeah. remember, guys, this is the '90s. Like yeah. now, you would just have a million like fucking zip drives or whatever. Or the fuck you would just say, things. "I broke a hard drive." Yeah. Or two, you know. But well, I'm just saying, like, you could never do this to a bad guy. Anymore. Oh no, absolutely not. There's backups everywhere. The yeah. cloud. You can't go break the cloud. <laughs> I'm sure they could make up a story where they did. They, oh no, they, they will hijack the cloud. No, they will. They absolutely. But uh, yeah, and he's just like, so did I do good? Did I do good? Good. You did good. She pats him on the head like a fucking child. It was rough. It and was then rough. she does. She's like, oh, I don't know what you're doing, Bobby, but I'm gonna go get fucked. And yeah. then she just walks away. Yeah, she's like, my heart's a little lonely, and I've been craving a man with a beautiful flowing hair and ability to accessorize. And you're just not it. You're and then just not it. he looks. He just turns away, and you see one tear fall down his eye. And then you know what the crazy like twist Twilight Zone episode ending was. Her her crazy ex husband was married to Dominique. Wow, <laughs> that was a surprise. There you that go. Day. Yeah, no, I, I just made it up, but it would really be great. <laughs> so shouldn't have spoiled that one. No one's watching this episode now that you spoiled that. <laughs> no one's watching this episode anyway. We'll be like if anyone listens to our episode on a little watch. <laughs> So This is a free episode up on the Tubi. Yes, all Renegade episodes. And seriously, because I don't want to do the research, if there's a Bobby Six Killer heavy episode, let us know on Twitter at yeah. G&G Theater because I want to review it. But I think next we actually, shocking that we're doing a tippy-tap episode today, Griff, because I got a request from one of our ardent followers in Australia, and I was I actually thinking about doing this TV show for our next Tippy Tap episode. Anyway, I think we need to break out some Night Rider. I mean, we had a David Hasselhoff reference earlier. So yeah, but it just flows. Very appropriate. It flows like a Sioux Falls waterfall. I love it. <laughs> so I think we're going to do that. I'm partial to the one where there's... Uh, Michael Knight has an evil twin named Garth, which is just David Hasselhoff with a mustache and a soul patch. Oh, my God. That's where Chris Gaines got it from. So we'll either do that or the one that was Carr, K-A-R-R, which was Kit's evil twin. (laughs) So we'll do one of those. I've never watched a Knight Rider episode. Uh, I I watch it occasionally. I never watch it regularly, but I did watch it occasionally as a kid. It's got that camp, that nice camp that we like feel to it. Camp? Yeah. Yes, definitely. So it's got David Hasselhoff in it. Of course yeah. it has Camp. I actually said Kemp, the evil brother of Camp. I thought you said Cam, and I was like, I don't know Camp. what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, that'll be the next episode. It'll come out whenever, because like we said, we're in quarantine mode. We don't know what the it's fuck we're doing. It's also a tippy doing. tap, and when do tippy taps come out? Right. You get them when we tell you you can get them. Exactly. So you'll know when we know. So see you next time from Knight Rider. Tippy tap, your way out of here.